What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode, episode 99 of the Never Alone podcast, Never Alone with Lady. With me, your host, Lady, obviously. And welcome back. Um, I just made the decision that um, some will know a while back that um, I was debating between should I call it the podcast NAP or should I call it her NORN because NAP stands for Never Alone Podcast and NORN sounds for Never Alone with Naledi. So I was like, hmm, but now I think I've stuck on the decision with NORN. I was going to say this in the 100th episode, but I'm just going to say it now. I'm probably going to say it again, but NORN and NORN is one years old. And I was like thinking, oh, maybe I'll, that's what what I'll name my pet one day or some like something like that but I don't know but Norn is it and Norn is one years old but thank you for joining me it's episode 99 one more episode until the hundredth episode and I think some of what I was gonna say here I was actually gonna save for the hundredth episode but I was like nah I can't but first I need to catch my breath. So, actually, I just want to tell you a story quickly. So, we just came back from a movie. Like, we came back home from a movie, my brother and I. And I walk into the house. We're in the house, and I'm, like, doing my thing. My mom... Okay, we came back. My mom goes... She calls me, and I say, yes. And, you know, she says... She she, she asks, are you back? And in my head, I was like... Obviously, in my head, I was like, obviously, I'm back. Otherwise, I wouldn't have replied. But then I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, what? But y'all, that's just what happened now. No, but elephant in the room. Oh, guys. If you have not... Actually, you can still listen to this if you've watched Spider-Man No Way Home. Because I'm not going to spoil anything. But if you don't want to hear anything about it, then like skip over. Because I'm going to go on a rant. Then on a tangent and on a whole thing about this movie and how you're so we just came back from watching spider-man no way home and this movie is probably one of the best mcu mcu movies of all time without a doubt like no hesitation no questions asked no like uh i don't know no Certainly and definitely one of the best um, movies. Oh my word. I have so much to say about this movie. But not in a sense of spoiling it. But in a sense of excitement. And I just I have to say it now. Like I was going to wait up until a certain time to say it. But I have to say it now as it is fresh in my mind. So... Some will know that um, I'm such a big fan of, and if you don't know, I'm a huge fan of film, cinema, movie, filmmaking, and everything that goes behind it and into the making of it. Like, I'm so fascinated by that aspect of films and movies and, you know, what goes into it. So, because it gives the, for me personally, it gives the movie more, not meaning, but I just like to like understand what goes into the movie and that and it was so funny when we went to the movies when we went we got in the cinema I sat down and from the first like 
bit of the movie, I wanted to write something down and like note certain things down. And I was like, oh, wait, and I didn't have my notebook. So I don't know why I had that um, instinct of wanting to take stuff down. Maybe it was to learn, but like, I don't know what in me was that. But it was actually really funny. I was like, oh, I was, I'm like so interested by choice of shots and literally whatever goes into a movie. So yeah, it's kind of, it's fun in a sense, but it's also like hard because then I can't really enjoy the movie for what it is, but it also makes me enjoy the movie more. But this made me enjoy the movie so much more. Like, oh my word. Um, so let me begin from the cinematics, the cinematography, the com- comedy, parallels, effects, the action, the stunts, the emotions, the intensity of this movie is next level. I have never, like I'm, well, from what I've seen, personally never seen anything like this and that's why I'm so confident in saying it's one of the best not just MCU but movies I've ever seen in my lifetime um especially superhero movies and I have to like um focus on the int- oh my word I the intensity of this movie Tom Holland who else Benedict Cumberbatch Willem Dafoe um, um, Alfred, Molina, and Zendaya, every single one, every single person in this cast, and I have to, like, commend Tom Holland on this movie, and obviously everyone else and everything that went into it, but his acting in this movie was, like, something else, like, it was otherworldly, it was, like, oh my word, and you... It's so um, powerful and impactful when you feel that an actor is really putting his heart and soul and everything they've got into a role and movie. And that emotion that they put into and that intensity that they put into the role really reflects back onto the audience. Well, it did that for me personally, but I don't know what it meant to like the rest of the people. But for me, you really feel that. And I have certain scenes in my mind where I really like felt that like passion and emotion and intensity and I'm like emphasizing on intensity because it's like it was almost real I don't know but like it was insane and I'm so happy to say that um so I really like hyped this movie up personally because it it was meant to be like a big movie and you know MCU is always meant to be like a big movie but this was like a big movie and I'm obviously a big fan of Spider-Man. Definitely one of my, probably like my favorite superhero. And no, 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 that's a lie. Marvel, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite Marvel characters because you relate to him the most. And I kind of hyped it up a little bit and I was like, you know, I don't want to be disappointed. Like I know the movie is going to be good, but I don't want to overhype it and then get disappointed. I tell you, I was not just amazed. This movie was everything I hoped for and so much more. Like, so much more. Like, I knew that this movie would have so much in it. Like, massive, you know, things in it. But there was so much more that I didn't expect. And what I'm talking about is the comedy. Like, Spider-Man is usually, like, a funny movie, like, I hearted. But this movie was 
really funny like from Jamie Foxx to Tom to literally everyone and what makes it so even more impactful and more mean I guess meaningful is that it felt so natural like certain scenes it felt like it was improv like that's how natural and flowing it felt like it was I thought like some of the scenes where they were making jokes was improv because it's it was so good like the chemistry was through the roof and I was so like oh my word and I was I yeah I knew the movie was gonna be funny but I didn't expect to laugh so much and it'd be that funny like obviously there was a lot of times where it was like whoa you know like a hot hitter like you felt like the real and then there was like stuff you laughing drama this movie had everything literally everything and if you're not really like a marvel guru you might not enjoy the movie as much or understand but like you would still enjoy the movie for what it is which is what's so like amazing and what they did with that and the first thing that i noticed when i watch a movie is like from the get-go you know stunts next level and i know this sounds weird but like the camera like i'm just like really going in depth with this and if you don't hear it just like skip forward but this isn't the episode by the way i'm just saying but the camera work and the effects via the cgi the visual effects i'm wondering like the question I asked in my mind um, a lot of the time is how did they do this? Like, I just wonder how do you accomplish something so, like, beautifully shot, amazing and, like, insane and capture every single thing. And the best part is that there was so much, well, this is what I think, that there was so much precision of every single shot that some like, the choice of shots was so, so good. And the effects, oh my gosh, like, I don't know, some of the effects they did in that movie was stuff I've never seen before, and I wonder how you do that, like, I always ask that question, like, how, like, how do you accomplish this, and obviously, a part of it is budget and money, because we know, like, Marvel Studios and Marvel is such a usually big budget, oh, big budgeted, um, films so you know they have they've got some money to spend on certain things but like it was like crazy and the stunts the fighting scenes the action scenes oh my word i mm, i thought far from like far from homes action scenes were actually very good and fighting scenes and stunts were really good i was impressed then but this this was it was a lot. It was a lot. And the acting, oh my goodness. From everyone, you know, Tom Holland and Dea, Jacob, Benedict and Jamie and Alfred and Willem and literally every single person acting in this movie was like out of this world. Like, And I understand now, so I watched an interview where Tom Holland was like, this movie is a celebration of three generations of cinema, of specific things. And I was like, okay, in the beginning. But now that I've watched the movie, you really understand, oh, okay. 
I see what you mean. And when you watch the movie, you'll know. But like I also talk about the parallels of this movie and how they relate to the past movies and all that. I don't want to like specify, but like the parallels were insane. And it's just there was so much little things that had so much meaning. And it was so obvious how much thought went into every single, um, I guess, scene or every single stunt or every single, you know, sequence. So much thought went into it and it was so, like, visible. Well, I don't, it was, I recognized it at least and I um, was glad that it was there. And something so little that maybe someone else didn't see, but you saw it and had so much meaning. Which I think is a powerful thing, you know. And I wonder after you watch the movie, you just you you wonder, and even like if you haven't watched the movie, you like I ask myself the question now, like where to from here? And if you've watched the movie, you understand why I say that. And if you haven't, you might not, but you also might. But if you do, if you watched it, you have more understanding. But like, where to from here? Like, what now? you know, and it's also, it's exciting, um, to see what's gonna happen, because we don't know, and yeah, I just think the movie was brilliant, it was, and this movie just enhanced and increased my love for film, and filmmaking, and cinema, and movies, and my interest in all aspects of it, even though I might, like, never be one, but just have that fantasy of how intrigued, and, you know, invested I am, and what goes into this stuff is just like it's insane. So, you know, starting from the bottom, Stanley, Kevin Feige, John Watts, director, and Amy Pascal, and so much more people that I could would name, but like I don't know if anyone wants to hear that. Really, oh my word. And this who knows? But like this movie really did it for me. And I'm, like, debating with myself. Am I going to watch it? I want to watch it again, but, like, more in depth by myself. But I'm, like, I don't want... I'm scared to watch it because the movie was so great. And the feeling I got from watching it for the first time was just too great. And nothing will, you know, beat that. And I don't want to take that away and be like, oh, I've watched this movie twice. But I just want to have that feeling of this movie was amazing when I watched it. And I want to, like, leave it at that because it's actually so special like it is a beautiful like beautiful movie and I really like commend everyone that was involved like everyone because it had to be a team effort like it had to be obviously as movies are but this movie really increased my love and interest in film and filmmaking and what goes into it that's why I love like listening it's so weird but like I love listening to directors a lot like I love listening to them because it's so interesting to hear their insight of why they did this and what their inspiration behind certain things were and then when you watch the movie you understand oh I see what you meant by that that's why I love listening to producers and directors and DPs and all of the above everything that goes behind the the movie besides the actors and obviously the actors play a massive part in delivering what the directors direct them to do but like i want to start from the back and then move forward but this 
one of my favorite movies and it's oh, it was so good it was so good you know and yeah i could rave and rave about this for so long but i don't think you want to hear that you came here for a reason maybe this was it but you obviously don't know but you came here for a reason and it's episode 99 guys we're one episode away from our hundredth episode and the finale of if you must of season one of norn yeah i'm getting i'm gonna get really comfortable in saying that because i'm kind of like never alone podcast i don't know but if you've made it upon this journey the, until thus far i am wow you know i don't want to like i want to like save this stuff for the 100th episode so let's see what i've got for you guys today oh my word before i went to my tangent <laughs> um self-checking moment um um how are you doing i hope you're doing well how are you feeling you know mentally physically emotionally personally after watching this movie i feel great you know i have been this whole my whole day has been leading up to this movie because i was so excited to do something like i don't do a lot of things but like and to do something that i'm really interested in enjoy is watch movies you know and i feel good you know the beginning of this day started off well had a nice workout so i think that kind of that really set the tone for the rest of my day. But other than that, I feel good. There's the other day, actually, I was like stressing over something that's only happening like next year. And I was like, no, don't do that. And I was like, I don't know why I was doing that to myself. But then I kind of like brought, my, brought myself back. And now we're here. But enough about me. I really hope you're doing well. And I hope you're healthy. You're happy and healthy. And if it's not been your day today, you know what? It happens to the best of us. But I believe in your strength and you'll get through it. You know, there's so much to say this episode. There's like a lot I want to say. But I'm going to get to the point of this episode first. And if you just want to hang out with me um, towards the end, you're so welcome to. So, so welcome. And we're just going to talk. I have a lot to say. So, yeah, if you want to hear that, let's just... Let's just get into it, you know. So today's episode is, it was actually something else and then I changed it. Because I just, something didn't like click in like the first topic of this episode. So I was like, ah, I'm going to change it. So I don't know if I want to tell you originally what it was, but it's going to be another episode. And okay, the original thing was going to be learning from others and i am going to make an episode about that but i didn't think this was like the appropriate time to make it so scratch that and we're here now with being okay with your mistakes mm. what's that like thing that goes mm, on like tiktok mm. yeah, i did leave tiktok like such a long time ago so i don't know what the, the latest trends are but <laughs> um being okay with your mistakes an interesting one and it's kind of ironic that i speak about this because for a very long time i have not been okay with my mistakes and like have 
people felt peace at peace with them you know and I think that's the key with you know being okay with them and realizing you know what yeah but I wanted to share a story of something I don't even know if this relates but I feel like it does and I have a weird thing that I've said this before but I'm gonna say it again if you're new or something but I let me bring you back so when I was I'm gonna say like 12 it was around about 12 um and I'm 15 I'm 17 now so it was like five years ago I was at this party and I don't know if I want to like drop some names just yet but I was at this party it was one of my good friends party at their house and if this person comes across this oh goodness actually I'm not looking um we were at this party and it's not like there's like you know parties it's just like a birthday party and the whole theme was to dress up as something so before they gave us my friend gave us invitations and it tells you who you are what your character is for the party and i got a chanel model whatever i don't know and i was like oh nice some people got this other thing so cut to the day of the party we show up and now we're like you know doing party things we're playing outside and we're like eating food and whatnot music's playing it's a good time it's a good time and so then something i don't even remember why this happened but i remember we were all like on the balcony and there's like 15 of us roughly and we were on the balcony and we were drinking like juice or some kind of drink and my one friend i don't want to say his or her's name was like talking a lot at the time. i mean it's okay that i say this now i don't even know i feel so uncomfortable saying this but they were talking a lot and i was like irritated but i i do get irritated but i don't like act on it right but something inside me clicked i don't know what happened like it felt like it just happened and it was like a reflex but i took my drink and when he was talking a lot and i took my drink and i poured it on his head like the type of stuff you see like in movies when someone's like irritating you and you're like we're through and then they pour like the milkshake on your head or whatever i'm thinking of riverdale now but poured the thing on his head oh his hers his hers head and um everyone was like oh oh my word and then i was like i don't even remember but then he was like they were like mad obviously and then they like took the chocolate sauce and then i started running and i was about to run off from the balcony into like the backyard garden woods thing because that's what my friend's house was and as i ran down these little bit of stairs my top hooked on something and there was like a hole in my top and then he poured he they poured the the chocolate sauce on my head and everyone was like oh. and i could tell that he he they were <laughs> like irritated angry but also playing but i was like oh my gosh and now there's like chocolate sauce on my head and 
with a hole in my shirt, I, like, went inside. And then, like, obviously washed it off my head and someone came to help me and all that. But I have never in my life felt so embarrassed. I, yo, I was so, like, ashamed and embarrassed for what I did. Like, because I remember when I pulled the thing over his head, over their, their head, um... Everyone was like, oh, and it's like, why did you do that? And I was, and I don't know. Like I, something happened, and then y'all, the whole thing. And then I was so ashamed to show my face, that I stayed in the room for, and I made some excuse that I'm like washing this thing off my head. And then luckily my mom came, and I was like so scared to come out, and I came out, and everyone like kind of forgot about it, but in my head it was the only thing on my mind, like the only thing on my mind. And then, luckily, I said bye, but it was, like, awkward, not awkward, because I didn't say goodbye to certain people. Not purposefully, but it was just, like, I just didn't for some reason. And I left, and after that, I've never felt more embarrassed. So, I don't know if that relates to being a mistake, but that was a, I consider a mistake. But luckily, I learned, that's the big thing about mistakes, is that making sure that you learn from them and do better next time. You know, because if you make a mistake and you just don't take anything away from it, then you're going to keep making the same mistake or even more mistakes over and over again. Then you'll never be okay with it, you know, because now you always have this like fear of mistakes and like, you know, my mistakes and then you won't be okay with it, you know. So what helps me is that what I learned from that situation, you know, is that to just think before you do and obviously they say a lot of that stuff but it was the first thing that came to my mind was to pour like I reacted I think out of impulse or like something the first thing that came to my mind when I was talking was like pour this on his head and now that I'm at this age I'll be like no don't do that that's like stupid but at that time something just like clicked and I just went on impulse and I just poured the thing on his head and it can be as, I guess, harmless as pouring something over the head. But say now something more drastic and serious happened and I just acted out of impulse. And so to say someone gets hurt, you know. So um, definitely what I took away from that experience is, you know, just being aware of your thoughts and thinking before you do. Like actually thinking what you're doing before you do it. You know, because don't just like pour things over people's head. Um, and that's a very important thing with if you want to be okay with your mistakes, it's just knowing. Oh my gosh, someone is like. Okay. Um, it's just knowing that, okay, Sydney made a mistake. Now, be aware that you made your mistake. Like, ah, I made a mistake and admit it. The worst thing you can do is not admit that you made a mistake. But you know, but you just don't admit it. And making sure that you learn from this mistake. And it's so funny. I'll say this like later. But make sure that you learn and not do the same thing. And do better next time. Then you should be okay. You know. But a very important thing that I think personally is that mistakes are necessary. And it is important important to acknowledge that you are human like you're a human and you make mistakes regardless 
because in result of making mistakes you learn things you learn things like from a baby let's say classic example touch a stove oh you burn ow now you've learned not to touch the stove because um i'm gonna get hurt right so we keep on learning from our mistakes and acknowledging that you are human and we make mistakes you know and once i think that once we can remember because sometimes i feel like i don't say we forget even me you know we can once we can remember and i think wait once we can remember and acknowledge that we are human and making mistakes is what we do you know nobody is like perfect and no one will do everything perfectly and making mistakes is the only way we can move forward and improve and do better you know and being at peace and realizing and just like remembering you know what i'm human like making mistakes is part of the package deal you know it's just part of this whole life experience and it's the only way we can move forward and improve and do better you know and i think that does bring personally a sense of peace and a sense of you know i'm okay you know being okay with that mistake that you made because then you learn i'm human and that's what we do but don't get like don't be prone to making mistakes and like i mean actually you can encourage it but it depends on the person if you want to encourage mistakes so that you can learn more but like i'm not saying just go make mistakes like all the time like all the time like just i'm gonna make a mistake i'll make a mistake but like it's like purposely making a mistake it's like that wasn't necessary necessary really but like at least you learned but what i mean is um when you make a mistake because mistakes are i guess i want to say accidental um you're human and it's just like what it is you know i think once you realize you know i'm human and like i can make mistakes and being you know accepting of making a mistake it does bring a sense of peace and i like you know i'm okay with that and therefore you can like move forward personally my experience and another thing that brings me a, a big um sense of calm over and this has worked over the past years because i like i don't even know if you know like from the story at all i i guess obsess excuse me over mistakes and i constantly think about them and how i could have reacted differently or how i could have done this differently and what it led up to that moment or whatnot and that has brought that just brings so much more anxiety and so much more stress over something that has already happened you know like it's finished like it's happened and it's so funny because i don't know who told me someone told me something well i actually first heard it like on tiktok but i put it more into action when someone like told me it's like it is what it is you know like in a sense of it's already happened like this mistake that you've done it's like it's time has passed like it's it's done it's over and it's already happened so now it's just time to move on you know and it doesn't help obsessing over them and worrying about something that happened like a while ago and it's still like you know follows me to this day that moment that's why i remember that so vividly and so like 
intensely because it was like I like think of it as the only time that I acted out of impulse that I can remember and where I was I guess not irrational but just like reckless in a sense where I just didn't think at all um that's the only time I can remember but yo I was yo I just that was the only thing I thought of every time I still think about it to this day but I don't like obsess over it I just think about it and I just like cringe so hard when I think about that and um I think what will help with being okay with that and also your mistakes is realizing it is what it is you know and it's already happened like it's past like it's it's over now you know something happens and now it's over so I'm not gonna stress over something that happened already because it's over like I can't do anything about it now like you can't and worrying about it for so long will just cause so much more anxiety so much more stress and jitteriness and uneasiness that it's like oh my word why are you doing this to yourself and I guess a part of it is also like I just care so much that I don't make the same mistake again and that can be a good thing but also a bad thing because a part of being okay with your mistakes is real is learning to let go of them then again having that mentality of saying it is what it is and letting go after you've learned from them you know like I've learned from this But it's really hard to like forget about it. But I think what makes me not forget about it is that it kind of means a lot. I don't know how, but in a sense that I really like took a huge lesson in this little incident. Like it was so petty, but I learned a big lesson from it, you know? And yeah, so... And just, like, don't stress for nothing, you know, because at the end of the day, I guess the stress comes from where it came from me, from me, was that, am I going to make the same mistake again? Am I going to do this thing again? But, like, if you've learned from it, then there's nothing to stress for. for. Like, don't stress for nothing, as they would say here, for next. Don't stress for next. Like, you don't need that anxiety and stress in your life. Like, it's unnecessary. Not saying it's invalid, obviously, but I'm just saying that you don't need to do that to yourself. Like, no. Like, no. So, if you are on that journey of being okay with your mistakes, realize that, one, you are a human and it's okay to make a mistake. It's part of the experience, you know? Like, where would we be? Where would we be if we didn't make mistakes? Like, how? What? You know, it just wouldn't make sense. But a big part of it is also making sure that you learn and improve next time and do better next time. And also realizing, hey man, it is what it is. It is what it is. And don't don't obsess over something that's already happened. Like, don't do that. I mean, I'm not saying like, don't do that. But like, it's just don't, don't do that to yourself. You know, and I, it causes a lot of pain internally a lot of pain speaking from experience and it's like this feeling that you just can't shake off like to this day I cannot shake off this incident like every time I see this person I just think that this person thinks of that moment as well but they've probably long gone forgotten about it 
but I don't obsess over it, so it doesn't cause me like any stress or anxiety. It just makes me cringe, like I said. It just makes me cringe a lot. And it's, it's like a constant reminder, you know, don't be reckless. Think before you do. Just think before you do something, <laughs> right? But just like, don't stress, you know. You're a human being, and it is what it is. And I think that will really bring you a sense of calm and being okay with your mistakes. Truly. Well, that's what it's done for me. And everyone's different. Everyone deals with your mistakes in a different way and how to put them at ease, I guess. But that's the advice I have and what has, I guess, worked for me in a sense and helped for me. And I maybe it can help you too. I don't know. But yeah. That's the end of that segment. Now let's let's hang out. I'm excited to there's so much I wanna say. Um, so what should I start with? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So let me talk about this. So I have been watching a lot of Drew Barrymore. And I am obsessed with her. So I think a few days ago I watched Charlie's Angels. Um, the OG, like the original, original with um, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore, right? And I have watched the one with Naomi Scott, Naomi Scott, um, what's her name? Christian Stewart and Ella Belenska, but I wanted to watch the original, so I watched both of them, and I loved it. It was interesting to see the difference, but I loved it. You know, it's a classic, like, the original Charlie's Angels are considered a classic and I wanted to see it for myself and I absolutely enjoyed it. And I am obsessed excuse me, with the Drew Barrymore show. I don't think you understand. I have been watching ever since it came out I've been watching it. I've been such a huge fan of the entire format, structure, the whole vibe and energy of the show is just so pure and genuine. Like, I can feel it. Like, you feel it when, obviously, Drew talks and the whole thing. It's so genuine and her reactions are just so, like, true. I'm not saying, like, other hosts are not. But something about the Drew Barrymore show feels different. And I think watching, like, the episodes, it's so comforting because it feels so real. And her reactions and everything. I'm not saying... I'm not, like, shading any other talk show. But I... There is something different about the Drew Barrymore show that I would think makes it stand out um from the rest and it's so like it's special because it's such a comfort show wait sorry (laughs) it's such a comfort show and I just know I can watch it anytime that I want and I it sounds like so ridiculous, but you guys know I host and am the director, producer, creative director of the Not So Late Show with me, Nadevi, and um, I. It is a really big hope, um, and such a far-fetched dream that I hope to have a similar energy and vibe to my own show like that you know like the not so late show and i was watching earlier today 
um, the making of the Drew Barrymore show and the amount of work that went into it and thought and just so much effort and energy just makes the show so much more special and watching it and realizing how much work Drew and the entire, you know, of her whole team and CBS put into the show just makes it so much better. And going back to, I just have this weird, like, hope that I could, in another life, host, or in this life, I don't know, host the, or have my own show similar to that. Because I think that show is so special and what she brings to people is just everything and everything we needed during, especially launching during the pandemic is just everything I needed. And even now, it's just such... Oh my goodness. I can gush over Drew Barrymore any day. Give me a day and time. But I will on this podcast. And I just think she's amazing. So who knows? Who knows? But it's like I realize that is a lot of work. And obviously I'm not lazy. I'm not like a lazy person. But I'm like 17. And I'm like go to school. And I do other stuff. But like maybe... I don't know. I would love to have a show one day. Who knows? <laughs> but y'all, Drew, I love you. Y'all, so that's my Drew Barrymore obsession. And speaking of like certain things, <laughs> I wanted to talk more about like this movie a little bit, but like more on like a deeper, more meaningful level. Not that the movie isn't meaningful, like the movie is actually so many lessons to take away from that movie um that I will cherish but what made it even more special so if you know and if you listen to an episode called sibling relationships you might know that my brother and I have a very you know interesting dynamic and I hate using the word interesting I realized in the previous episode or one of the episodes I use interesting all the time, but I can't think of another word. But we have a very interesting relationship. And it has, you know, evolved over the years and been very complex and complicated. But at this moment in time, it's very, like, weird. But it was kind of a very, like, special moment to do something together. And it's made... Because we have so not much in common, but one thing that we really like together is either like soccer football and movies and especially superhero marvel movies and sci-fi like we really like i think connect and bond over those movies and shows so we we watch spider-man no way home together and the whole way the whole the entire way this like came together was so weird because I was gonna go alone and then I don't even know if he went or he already he was gonna go or he already went to watch it but then like we had this weird intervention of like uh have you watched the movie and I was like no I was gonna watch it on Saturday and I was like oh I was gonna watch it on Saturday it's like oh do you want to watch it together maybe and I was like yeah you know maybe at night I was like yeah and it just like the way it came together it was such like a weird thing because it's like and I knew that we would, like, enjoy because we bond over, like, these kind of movies. And we talk, like, for so long about it. And it was just, like, a sweet moment because we, 
rarely do something together like never because one he's like in university and like you know it's just like no time honestly so it was like a really special thing for me personally to do something together you know as like siblings in a sense and I didn't even know we had this in common in this sense but both of us don't like don't like 3D and my um, whole issue with 3D is that the glasses just annoy the, a certain part of my nose that I just like end up taking off the glasses anyways and it's just like so disturbing and I remember one time I watched a movie and I was in 3D and I got so irritated with the the, the glasses that I literally just took off the, the glasses and watched the whole movie with my eyes like without the glasses and it was like fine like I it was fine and you know he also doesn't like it so it was like happy so it was like so happy that I didn't have to spend like 14 rand on glasses but also like watch the movie in good quality and yeah so I just wanted to share that and it was really really special thing for me personally but yeah another thing I don't know should I start with okay so in our house this is like a completely different thing but it happened like two days ago in our house we have we eat a lot of egg in this house you know we're all about those protein gains well i am and i don't know if i told you guys <laughs> sorry about this it sounds so stupid when i say it out loud about this but the, i had a really bad experience with an egg when i was making it one time so i took this egg and you know what they say don't judge a book by its cover right so this egg was looking a bit weird, like it was a bit like brown, you know, it looked a bit like moldy, fungi, had a bit of green on the outside, so I was a bit skeptical, but I remember the quote, don't touch a book by its cover, right? So I was like, okay, you know, um, I made two eggs, so I cracked the first egg, it was fine, then I cracked this wonky, weird looking egg, <laughs> I just think about it makes you like egg. I cracked it into the pan and it like was had these weird like black something on it like it did not look like an ordinary egg and I was like oh my gosh and you know what I call it I call it the fart egg because it smelled like a fart like it like you know what a, like I know there's like different smells to farts but like this one like a fart and I was like, oh, and it, there, it had like black on it and it was just like so gross. I immediately took it out and I put it like somewhere, but I will never get over that smell. So that happened. Um, no, that happened a while ago. So now I always have this weird, like feeling that if I see an egg that looks weird outside, I'm not going to take it because of my experience and I know they say don't judge a book by its cover but like this cover disappointed me and like the book was bad you know so the, the outside of the egg was like terrible and the inside was just as bad so I'm like very like ugh, I don't know so then I, ha I had to make egg the one day and I was so scared because the only remaining eggs was like looking ugly on the looking weird on the outside I was like nope I'm not doing that. And my mom was like, just make the egg. I was like, no, sorry. I'm not going to do it. 
like, but, ah, uh, uh, no. And I didn't like the egg. <laughs> but, like, a few days before, like, days before today, I made egg and I, I got, like, a, I, like, went, I sniffed and I was, like, this is smelling like the fart egg. And the bad looked bad, but not, like, as bad as, like, the previous one I explained. But it just looked a bit weird. And you get this weird feeling as well. So I was like, hmm. And I smelled and I got a hunch. I was like, mm, and I took it out. And the fart egg had re- had returned. Mm. But yeah. But I live in a house where it's okay to have egg for dinner. AKA breakfast for dinner. You know, tough times happen. And if there's no food, there's no food. And if there's egg, there's eggs. So we make eggs for dinner. Breakfast for dinner. Right, so a lot of this happened for like when I was making um, dinner, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I cannot take the fart egg. Like, uh, I hate to call it the fart egg, but it smelled like fart. Like it smelled like fart, you know. But yeah, another thing. So I was watching Ben Ten. I think this is my last. Excuse me, my last story for this episode, but. I was watching Ben 10. Um, I hope this makes sense. But I was watching Ben 10 the other day. And there was this interesting thing. So it was like this airship. And they were like, oh, can't breathe in like this airship or something. And it made me think like, what is considered air? And what is considered space? Right? You know, because air is space, but you cannot breathe in space. But isn't air space, but we can breathe air, but not in space. (laughs) If you like, you know what I mean? And then I was like, okay, so let's just like break down. What is air? Essentially, breathable. Okay. Inside the atmosphere. Okay. I was like, okay. But like, why isn't space? Space, air, and air space. And I understand there's like a lot of technical that goes into this. Like, you know, go out of the atmosphere. You cannot breathe in space. But what makes space, space? Like, why do we call it space? Is it because it's not breathable? And if we called it air, it just wouldn't make sense. But isn't air space? Oh my gosh. This is like such a mind boggle that it's hurting my brain thinking about it and I was thinking about it a lot but then I just stopped because it was just too much to handle and but like really think about it why isn't space air is it because it's not breathable and I was like what is defined as air what is I was like what is space like what is the actual definition for space but isn't space air but then I was like oh wait you know air is inside the atmosphere right so that kind of like brings me back as to like oh you know but it still doesn't make sense like is air a contained thing like the air and the earth is contained in the atmosphere and is space just something that's free but like space is air like it is space which is air oh, man. It's so confusing But I'm going to stop because I'm like hurting my brain. And I'm probably hurting yours too. And your ears for screaming so much. But y'all. That's my whole whole thing. What have I been doing these days? 
Oh, guys, I'm cutting my hair. I'm owning, I'm going to talk about it more on the 100th episode, so stay tuned. But I'm cutting my hair tomorrow. I was going to do it today, but then the person wasn't there, so I'm cutting my hair. And I'm going to have this whole makeover look. Like, I'm feeling, you know, funky, feeling new, feeling fresh. And, you know, extravagant for the new year. Like, 2022 is coming, baby. And I'm ready to hit it in the face. (laughs) To storm right in. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'll talk more about it in the 100th episode and all that. But, yeah, I'm, like, getting back into wearing earrings again. Hoping my ears don't throb. Um, What else am I doing? Yeah, I'm very into this workout thing. And I think I have shin splits. Like, there's definitely something wrong with my shins. Like, I don't know what it is but something is not okay with them but yeah we'll see and with that being said oh yeah there's a frog in my garage and i am so scared (laughs) like i was like running out of the garage because i know the frog can't really do anything well i don't know but i'm so scared so yeah with that being said friends family thank you for listening to me rant about spider-man you know talk about being okay with your mistakes my fart egg um air and space so much so much and my obsession with the one and only lovely drew barrymore i thank you for bearing with me and if you've made it thus far like if you've made it to this point of this episode you know and i hope you know that i really appreciate you and i'm so so thankful and so grateful for you because you're a real one you're a real one and no one appreciates you too um <laughs> but jane actually thank you and i will see you on the hundredth hundredth episode special and our season finale finale and yeah i love you all so so much and i will see you on the next one bye